sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds um, creeping towards the end of August. But um, got a few more days to go and a few more birds to think about. Um, and we touched upon it last week just a little bit. We were talking about herons, but we got some more herons we want to talk about. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good time of year to, to see herons, um, and there's plenty of uh, water out there for them to hunt in, isn't aren't there? Um, it's, so it's heron season, and they're dispersing after nesting, so they're showing up in some spots that they don't normally occur in. I mentioned last week uh, the great egret uh, flying over North Branch Nature Center, <clears throat> and, you know, it's seeing great egret in central Vermont, you know, always exciting, because they're a bird that are common uh, in the Champlain Valley, um, Chittenden County especially, but uh, rare, more rare anyway, uh, other parts of the state. Yeah. And we, uh, you had an encounter with four, I think it was green herons, right? Yeah, the little green heron, um, including a flyover. I, you know, I live in a pretty developed part of Burlington and they don't fly over my house. So you you know you never know what you're going to see. Um, always have to have those binoculars at the ready. Absolutely, but we want to talk about one. Um, now, is it is it in the night? Does it actually appear at night? Oh, the black crowned night heron. You know, it is nocturnal, um, but you can see it during the day. They they do hunt at night. Um, or, you know, dawn, dusk, uh, I've heard them at night flying over. They do this quack, quack, as they fly over, um, just as melodious as a great blue heron. Uh, they, um, but they're active during the day, too. Or I should say you can see them during the day when they're roosting. Mm. And, you know, kind of like the great egret, they're, they're most common in the Champlain Valley. Um I've seen a I've seen a few in Washington County. Um, I'm not sure about the Connecticut River Valley, but uh, you know they I guess their distribution overall is more southerly. Um, so you tend to see more in the Champlain Valley, and there's some classic places to see uh, black crowned night heron. Uh, Dead Creek is one, um, but I've seen them right in Burlington at you know the Barge Canal. <laughs> so um, anywhere there's um, you know, slow-moving water, um, big lakes, marshy areas adjacent to ponds. Uh, they often roost in, in trees during the day, uh, but then they forage just like other herons uh, along the edge of the marsh or pond. Mm. The uh, black-crowned night heron. Now, um, describe it for us. It's uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a, it's got multicolors, right? It's not all. We're not talking about a all blackbird here, right? Yeah, they just you know just the crown, um, the top of the head, and the back is black on the black crown night heron. 
Um, yeah, they're 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 a stocky, um, short necked, short legged heron, um, bigger than a green heron, uh, smaller than a than a, a bitter uh, American bitter. Um, uh, very hunched position of you know the neck, so they don't they look kind of necklace. They um, very hunched back look. Um, they're whitish, creamy underneath. Uh, the black back really contrasts with uh, the gray on the back of the head and the wing area. Um, and then during the nesting season, they have a, a white nuptial plume, this thin, long, maybe foot long plume off the back of the head. Maybe there's two, I can't remember, but at least one. Um, red eye, staring red eye. And then a, a, a fairly blunt dagger-like bill. But again, a very stocky, um, compact heron. Oh, for a minute there, you say stocky and hunched over. I thought, I thought you were describing me. Jeez. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love the word. It's, 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 it's heron. Yeah, like that code word stocky. Uh, <laughs> 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 the black ground. Yeah, but that... Uh, that feather tuff is like the, I think that's the real giveaway, right? You know, that, that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, a couple of the other herons have those nuptial plumes, that little tuft. In this case, it's more like a streamer off the back of the head, but yeah, very, very elegant. And, you know, I don't think it's there. It might, it's called a nuptial plume. So I'm thinking that it's not there all year long, that it, they may lose that, um, during the course of the, the, the nesting season, come to think of it. Um, but they always have that black crown and the contrasting black back. Um, unless it's a, a young bird. The young birds look more like uh, an American bittern. Mm. Yeah. I'm talking about herons. Uh, but you recently had an encounter with a, with a hawk. Is that true? Yeah, I should say Daisy and I had an encounter with a hawk. I was out walking the dog, um, and uh, you know, we I was out without binoculars. Believe it or not, walking outside without binoculars felt funny. But uh, we spotted a hawk. Um, I, I I noticed it first because I saw something swoop down at a crow, and um, it was a Cooper's hawk. At first, I thought hmm, maybe that's a Merlin. Um, because I saw it in the distance, and it looked small and dark, and there's a lot of Merlin in the neighborhood. But I, this bird was messing with the crow. You know, Cooper's hawker, they're a mid-sized hawk, um, very long tail. And this, this looked to be a young bird. It was brownish, uh, streaky on the underparts, and it was dive-bombing this crow. And the crow was like, get out of here. The crow is actually a little bigger that and the cooper's hawk and uh the crow is just trying to ignore it and i think the cooper's hawk was just you know playing with it uh and we got closer uh eventually we spooked it it was it was perched on a uh the fence of a tennis court so it was and then i could see it was clearly a young bird and it was flying all around perching on the telephone wires perching in trees it just acting kind of goofy um, and not at all like an adult Cooper's hawk would be acting. So it was just fun to watch this this bird uh, first harass the crow and then just kind of, you know, flying around this small area, landing, flying again, and got really nice looks even without binoculars. Yeah, the uh, 
And the coopers, that's sometimes that they're ones that will attack at the feeder, right? They'll take songbirds at the feeder, huh? Yes, yeah. So backyard bird feeders aren't often very happy with the cooper's hawk and the smaller sharp-shinned hawk. Yeah, they're bird eaters, uh, so they, they take birds on the wing. Uh, this this cooper's hawk was maybe a little overambitious, taking a swipe at a crow. Uh, usually smaller birds, like, you know, dove size or, or smaller. Uh, male cooper's hawks are smaller than uh, female cooper's hawks, so they tend to take smaller prey than the females. This looked to be a young male. It was, when I first saw it, I thought, hmm, Merlin? And then I thought, hmm, maybe it's a Sharpie. Then finally when it flew, I got some good detail on it. And uh, it was a smaller bird, uh, but long, rounded tail, big bulging head, um, pretty big white band at the end of the tail. So those were all good markers for a Cooper's hawk, and then just based on the size, a male Cooper's hawk. And the crow is always encountering something. They seem like they're always doing battle or being annoyed by something. Yeah, it was. I think it found a donut or a bagel or something on the path, and it was like trying to enjoy its morning bagel. And this Cooper's hawk was playing with it. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, we do have to um, we do have to fly out of here for another weekend in August. Um, we got more birds uh, for you uh, next weekend. We'll have more bird chatter. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. Jim Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the birds. Now you all know little